Welcome to episode 46 of the Eye of Terror podcast. I'm George. And I'm Alec. And we play 40K. Hey, it's been a long time since we've been on the air. Yeah, it's been quite a long time. I know, uh, sorry. Uh, it's been a lot of work stuff. Yeah, a lot of school stuff. Yeah. So. Uh, and some trips. And some trips, yeah. And some trips. I was in Tucson. I yeah. was in Tucson. Uh, my fighter client it had a fight there, and I spent a week there, and that was fun. That yeah. got in the way of our podcast. Yeah, that was, and we were in... Portland. We went to Portland. Yeah, we went to Portland. Portland. There's a picture of us on our Facebook page, and we went to go visit Portland. And uh, we were at Guardian Games, where we picked up a couple of codexes. Yeah. Death Guard and Admech. Yep. Yeah. As we will talk about soon. Eventually. We got to, <laughs> we got to try the new Admech uh, codex. Yeah. Yeah. So Unfortunately, today is also going to be a bit of a short one. It's a short show because um, I'm off to see Hamilton. Yeah, and more time constraints. So, but we were able to squeeze one in. That's right. Uh, right before. I have to clean my monocle. <laughs> yeah, you have a, you have a suit on. Block so, my yeah. top hat. Grab yeah. my my sword cane out you're, of the closet. You're not going into the opera, man. You're not going. <laughs> oh, yeah, sword canes at the opera only. Uh, mm. yeah, sword cane, sword canes okay. required for the um, opera. And we're we're both um high on soylent. Hi, is it is it drugs? Well, I mean, Did you full, give me drugs? <laughs> Did you give your child drugs? No, I gave I gave my child Soylent. Okay. Um, yeah, we we literally don't have time to eat these days. Like seriously. Yeah. We don't have time to eat. We're so pressed for time uh, that we can't even prepare a proper meal. So we're both are drinking Soylent for lunch. Speaking of press for time, we should probably just talk about <laughs> get into the yeah, thing. Get into All right, let's thing. get into some hobby progress real hobby fast. Hobby progress, yeah. Okay, so I've been working on the Death Guard models, yep. um, and there's two models. I've been working on the Lord of Contagion, which yep. is pretty much done. Just like a couple yep. more basing things, and he's done. And then the the Dolores bell ringer, whatever that guy, the guy with the giant bell over his head. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, uh, I forgot his name, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, him. So, yeah, you've done, done good progress on him. What else? Gosh, what else have I been doing? Kind of not much because because I've been so busy. Yeah. Well, there, well, there we go. There you go. That, that's kind of all I've been doing. I, I've, I've um, applied Agrax Earthshade over the um, Death Guard Green base coats to most of the Plague Marines. All right. Yeah, so that that's about it. But, you know, the Death Guard, amazing models, super detailed, yeah. and I'm taking my time with them because I want them to look great remember how it was all about like oh, it's too gross i don't like i don't like death guard i really like painting like skin and organs <laughs> coming <laughs> off the bodies it's actually quite fun no yeah 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 you seem although you don't seem to be making them too gross well i'm not making them okay so i'm not making them all bloody yeah you know like all blood instead i'm making them like as if you would cut open somebody uh, the blood wasn't there yeah and you it's all this pink and purple guts like coming out that's what I'm going for. You might want to experiment with pus. With pus? With oh, pus. there is a little pus. There's a little pus. Yeah. It's great because like all of like the uh, like the raised sort of like not they're not sores they're like buboes I think is the official term. Buboes. Yeah, like these basically Bubos. like these little like they look like blisters. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So they start off kind of pinkish toward the bottom, reddish, red, pink, yeah. and then at the very tip they're all like yellow, like they're infected pus. Super gross. <laughs> super, yeah, gross. super gross. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So that that, that Death Guard arm is going to look beautiful when it's done. Yeah. yeah. Apart from that, I have not been working on anything else. Just too Just busy those. Too busy with life. Well, I guess that's hobby progress then. That, that, that's it. That's, that's hobby it. progress. <laughs> Next. Knocked out. 
Primera Super Tank, the Astraeus or something like that. Something like that. What do you think of that? Front looks a little too Land Raider-ish. I don't know how I feel about that yet, but then that looks cool and will probably be very good at blowing things up. I don't know. I haven't seen rules yet, but I think that it looks all right. You think it looks all right? I think um, it looks all right. I, me too. I'm not. I'm not crazy about it. It's yeah. a different, slightly aesthetic that has got one foot in the Land Raider world. Yeah. And one foot in the let's try to let's try something new world. Yeah. It's impressive. First off. It's, it's very large. It, it's very large. It's it's uh, you can't ignore it. I'm glad Primaris Marines are getting their own like super heavies and stuff. That's cool. Wait, what? This is a Primaris. This, this is, is a prim- This is specifically for Primaris, but it's not a transport. Mm. Okay. All right. So it almost doesn't matter that it's Primaris, right? Because it's not well, a transport. I guess that this is part of their continued goal to phase out regular Space Marines. Yes. Probably exactly. This is Forge Worlds. Quickening the pace. Contribution. Right. So I guess that's how you look at it. That from now on, tanks are going to be even bigger because the Marines are even bigger. Make sense? Let's make it, let's make it bigger. That makes right. it cool, right? Um, apart from that, I don't know if there are any new models that are worth talking about. The new Death Guard, Death Shroud, Terminators are cool. They do look cool. They would really, right? look really cool with their um, I'm still committed to not getting Mortarion. But he looks so Cool. No. Yeah, he does. He doesn't look cool. He, he looks, looks super cool. He looks gross. He looks exactly like he should look. He's got like the insect wings. Uh, like his gas rules mask. are so great that it's hard to ignore him if you're building a Death Guard army because he's so good. Yeah. But as you pointed out, you can get some great buffs and auras with Typhus. Yeah, there are there's there are some nice stuff with Typhus. So I might be convinced to get Typhus. A typhus, really... typhus is also a good choice. Uh, right. Right. Especially for those Poxwalker benefits. Yeah, I think that's... Uh, is that it for news, then? Um, that's it for news that we care about. That we care about. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> sorry, Internet. <laughs> We're only going to talk about stuff that we, we care, care about. We care yeah. about. Yeah, I think that's it. Get into our um, our battle report. Yeah. All right. So this is we we played with the open war cards as opposed to regular missions, and you played played the Astro Militarum, the yep. brand new Astro Militarum, brand new, and I played the relatively new Adeptus Mechanicus. Right. All right. Let's start off a little bit by uh, talking about the open war cards. Yeah. So the open war cards, if you probably have heard of them, allow for a lot of choice. Beginning with deployment. There's a deployment deck that tells you how to set up your armies. Well, yeah, first we use the establish. There are five different, there are five different uh, decks, you could say, within the open war deck. Yes. That determine basically what sort of mission you're going to play. Rather, So rather than taking a mission out of the uh, regular rules book, you take one yes. from, a ran, from randomly determined cards. Uh, so you shuffle uh, the five groups, uh, which are deployment, objectives, uh, twists, ruses, and sudden death. Right. So you start off with deployment, and deployment basically—it's exactly what you said. You you draw a deployment zone, uh, and that determines 
where are you going to place your guys? Uh, and there's a bunch of, there's the ones you've seen in the rule book, but there's also some fancier, uh, newer, different ones uh, right. that I don't think we've seen before. There's like a super diagonal one. There's one that has a circle in the middle. Yeah, that's like one, a, that's a deployment zone yeah, for the for, for one, one of the side. players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a couple of diamonds in here. There's a chevron looking chevron. one. You know, yeah, they're kind of kind of goofy, kind of crazy. They're not not not. Some of them are not intuitive in terms of deployment zones. Yeah. So they're going to shake you up in the way you put your army out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we actually drew the most boring one of all. Just, yeah, we literally drew the regular. Literally the drew like yeah, twelve inches from the center of the table. Yeah. Uh, you know, basically was the deployment zones on yeah, each yeah, side. Yeah. So that was like it was like the most standard one that was actually in this deck. But that was the draw of the deck. That so was the draw of the deck. We honored it. Next is the objectives deck. Yeah. That's actually where you're going to get fun mission objectives. This is really the core of the mission. What we drew was the courier. Yeah, that was that was really interesting. Basically, we had to designate, each of us had to designate a model within our army before the uh, first turn was determined. Yeah. And say, that's the courier, and whoever kills the opposing side's courier first wins. That's right. the only objective. No points. No, no slay the warlord. No, no nothing. No behind just, enemy lines. This is just boom. You kill the courier, game's over. Yep. So yeah, so that that was interesting. That was okay. Really interesting. Then we have the twists deck. Yeah. And the twist that we drew this time was basically no morale tests. No morale tests, which for you it was, it was a much more fantastic. benefit for you. It's than called me. it's called the it's called grudge, grudge match. Yeah. Units do not have to take morale tests in this battle. So I was playing Astro Militarum, which, you know, yeah. doesn't have great morale, doesn't have great uh, leadership. And then we drew that, and I was like, ah, oh, no. Yeah, totally, oh, totally helped me. And then we got into the Ruses deck. Oh, and this and this, and this this was bogus, man. No, this is awesome. No, this was bogus. Because I mean, if you're coming in with a weekend army, this allows you to basically catch up. Let, let me, let me, and let me put some context here. I, we... In terms, of this and it only relies on power level. This doesn't rely on right. points. It relies on power level. Right. I had eighty-four power level. You had eighty-three. I had eighty-three. In power fact, level. you had fourteen hundred ninety-seven points. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I had fourteen hundred ninety-three. So you had more points than me. Yes, but and my power level was less. Was one less. So it allowed me to get a ruse. To get an and, and if who the player who has. The less ingoing power level gets the benefit of a ruse. And in this case, I got a ruse, which is called Tactical Reserves, which basically says that you could bring back a destroyed unit as long as it was nine inches away from your enemy and nine inches away from a table edge. Right? So for one point power level difference, (laughs) you got to bring something back from the dead. Yeah. Yeah. So that was awesome. (laughs) Yeah, so that was great. Yeah. And then there's a sudden death deck. If one of the armies is less than half the other one in power level, then there are like sudden death conditions that allow the weaker army to suddenly win. Yeah. But we, we, we didn't have that. We were playing, you know, too close. 1,500 points. Match play. Right. Okay. So, so let's so, go over, over each other's <clears throat> army. Yeah, so let's, go, let's talk about the armies. All right, yeah. so d- describe your army. All right, so I had a battalion detachment with Belisarius Call as the warlord, the tech priest Dominus as the courier, with the Autodecus of Arkan Land. Which is basically allows uh, some bonuses for regeneration and repairs. Uh, I had three squads of vanguards, which were regular. I had one squad of Skatari rangers, which had an omni specs in it. I had one squad of Sakaran infiltrators uh, with taser goads and flechette blasters. I had 
two Castellan robots with three heavy phosphix blasters each. I had one Onager Dune Crawler with the Neutron Laser and Cognus Heavy Stubber, and I had one Knight Errant uh, with a Thermal Cannon. And okay. that was my army. I was playing from the new Astro Militarum Codex. Um, I was playing Cadians. And the Cadian Regimental Doctrine is that if they don't move, then they get to reroll ones yeah. during the shooting phase. Yeah. Which is pretty great. That's pretty good. Okay. I had a company commander who had a Kurov's Aquila, that's a relic, yeah. that every time your opponent uses a stratagem, yeah. you get to roll, and on a five, you get a command point. Sure. Which is great. And then Knight Commander Pask, and he was in a paddle, battle cannon uh, with heavy bolters all the way around. The first time I've actually used Pask in a in a, in a standard yes. Lehman Russ battle tank, it's always Pask and a Punisher. Why? Because of all those shots you get. Yeah. But this time I knew I was going to face tough robots, so I wanted some heavier firepower sure. than Strength 5. So sure. I, I took the battle tank. I had three infantry squads. Two with uh, Laz cans, heavy weapons teams, and then one with a, uh, a mortar. Yep. I had a unit of veterans yep. with uh, three plasma guns in that in that unit. Yep. I had a hellhound, and uh, and he had the inferno cannon. I had one basilisk, and then one Lehman Russ executioner mm-hmm. that had the plasma turret and then a heavy bolter uh, sponsons. Mm-hmm. I had one wyvern, yep. and then the star of my show was a storm lord. Yes, uh, that also had the uh, last cannon sponsons with heavy bolters on them as well. Yeah. Okay, so that was that was my army. Okay. All right. So you finished deploying first. You got to pick your table side. Yep, and I got to go first. You got to go first, and I did not. I did not you, seize. You did not seize. Okay. Um, so what happened? What happened first turn? First turn was. <clears throat> Pretty. I, I did. I did a lot of damage. I didn't kill a unit, but I like halved one squad of uh, of infantrymen. I brought the executioner down to all but like one uh, point of damage. Yeah, of full points. And I think I put some damage on your wyvern as well. But yeah, that was about it. And and we had. I had basically a cluster. Uh, I had most of my army was in one big cluster. Everything except the rangers and the. Uh, and the knight were basically in one giant group to get that sweet, sweet, yeah. Sweet so you Bellisari were using called nine inch, yeah. uh, Reroll to hit. Okay, so you on shooting phase. You designated bubble. your army as coming from Mars, and when Belisarius calls on the table, that within that nine inch, is it nine inch? Nine inch. Nine inch bubble of reroll. So yeah. every shot you took was you got you basically was twin linked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was horrible. Yeah, so the robots were just doing crazy damage. You had the robots equipped with the phosphor blasters, strength six, three shots each, and was it no cover, right? No cover, AP minus two. AP minus two. Insane amount of, of uh, shots coming out. That's 18 shots yeah. coming from these two super tough robots. Very tough. So right away, they reduced one of my infantry squads to like half, right? Uh, no. Th- th- oh, they, that- they focus fire on the executioner? Uh, it was, yeah. They focus no. They focus fire on the uh, wyvern. On the wyvern. So the wyvern got down a little bit, and then the executioner was brought down. I think yeah. mostly because of the uh, the knight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So in my first turn, I basically started. I, I started to shoot at your robot because they were just so crazy. All my first turn, I pretty much whiffed my shots. Just either I would miss outright, or I would miss on the wound. Right. Yeah. 
even with their uh, re-rolling ones on for, for Cadians, I just kept rolling ones and twos just constantly. So I ended up not doing too much damage to you. Mm-hmm. I, I shot at your knight, didn't take any damage. Mm-hmm. I shot at your robots, I put one a, a ton of damage. A ton, I mean a ton of fire uh, rained on your robots. Mm-hmm. You took one damage that turn. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that, that was it. And then all I oh you had infiltrators that had come in yeah yeah and yeah. they they're the ones who actually they're, hurt my my guardsmen so I had taken that so out. I ended up I ended up killing killing your infiltrators I think that turn yeah you did yeah so your infiltrators had come in and they got it got erased okay so that was my my turn one not that effective oh we should talk about the couriers um, my designated courier the guy you had to kill was my company commander yeah and he was on a raised platform behind several layers of Guardsmen and tanks. Yeah, yeah. Mine was uh, my tech priest Dominus, who was a little bit behind. He was in the back of yeah. the uh, little bub, little the little blob that was making its way up. Yeah, little death blob. A little death blob. Yeah. All right. Turn two. What happened? Uh, turn two. I think that was when things started to get underwhelming in terms of firepower. I'm fairly certain I might have killed your wyvern. You kill my wyvern for sure. But then you brought it back from the dead. <laughs> I had used my from tactical reserve. One card. power level difference. Yeah. 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 So you brought that thing back. So you brought that thing back from the dead. I think I don't. I don't think I was able to kill your executioner because my neutron laser might have whiffed. I don't think did the thermal cannon do anything. No, you whiffed with the thermal cannon. I can whiff pretty much. the thermal cannon. I whiffed with the thermal. You might have put one. Uh, point of damage on my stormlord. I think you put one point. I may, on my I, may, I may have done something like that. Yeah. Uh, actually, no. That actually came from the the refractor uh, field on your robots. Yeah. That's, that's another that dumb rule the robots have. Oh, no, that's a great rule. Why don't you explain have. that stupid rule? Okay. That that amazing rule we have right there is basically they have these things called Aegis protocols, which what they do is they um. Not Aegis protocols, but they have these three different modes that they can be in. Uh, one of them allows them to get plus one to invuln and armor saves. One of them allows them to shoot twice. One of them allows them to fight twice. Now, you don't really need to switch from the freaking uh, plus one to your armor no, and invuln too, saves. It's too good. It's too good, and for a specific reason, because they have these reflector, uh, these reflector invuln saves. On where on a six, where on a on a six. It reflects back to your enemy. The shot reflects back into your enemy and take a mortal wound. However, however, the way the uh, however the way that pro- that uh, mode that protocol is phrased is that you add one to your diet roll. It doesn't modify the actual save itself. And you just add one to it. So if you roll a five, that counts as six. So on a five or six, it reflects you, the shot reflects. back and then causing a mortal wound on whatever shot at you. So it's basically, yep. yeah, it's a, like a 32, 33% chance yep. you're going to cause a mortal wound on somebody. Mm-hmm. Ugh, horrible. It's pretty great. That's how my Stormlord got wounded. Okay, so did you actually, besides killing the Wyvern, did you do any damage? You no. could You didn't kill the, the Executioner. And, and, th- and, th- and this is sort of a pattern that followed. Right, bad, uh, just whiffing a lot of rolls. This, yeah. is, this, is, a pa- this is a pattern that yeah. sort of followed. Basically, both of us whiffed a lot of rolls during yeah. this game. Uh, we gradually whittled each other's <clears throat> armies down uh, over the course of the game. It, it was very sl- it was slower going than we initially thought. We thought it would be like fireworks from the get go, which it was to a certain extent. But it was very like 
a thing would die here or there, or Mo- yeah, a I few mean, guys would go down. Nor- normal dice rolls in this would have been a much faster game. Yeah, but it, it, we kept screwing up. Like you kept making all your saving rolls with the silly robots. With the silly, they they survived way long. I pumped so much firepower into these guys. Yeah. So for two robots that have like six wounds a piece, six wounds a piece, amazing for the amount of firepower they can deliver, the amount of protection they can deliver, or they can basically absorb. Just. Just an overpowered unit for admin. <laughs> Ridiculous. No, yeah, they're great. But uh, once, I, I think in turn three, I finally killed one of the robots, went down. I think in turn three. And then eventually, I think on, was it the last turn? It was or? It was turn four. Or was turn like, four. We, we only played it until four turns. Yeah. It, uh, until turn four, the other robot survived. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was able, I wasn't actually able to kill that much on you. I killed, uh, <laughs> I think, a squad of guardsmen. I killed your. I eventually ended up killing your exterminator. Uh, executioner. 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 Yeah. Sorry. Ex- executioner. Executioner. I was able to kill your executioner. Maybe some other guardsmen here and there. Your hellhound. Uh, I I killed Ooh, yeah, my the, the night. Sword. The night assaulted the hellhound. And 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 this is the highlight. Uh, this is the real highlight. Yeah, of the whole game. This is this was the fun part. The storm lord. Basically, as right. we were winding down and running out of time, I went, okay, I'm just going to go out and play Zagori with my knight, who was pretty heavily wounded by that point. Uh, went, shot at the uh, shot at the Stormlord, did some damage. I think brought down to like, what? You brought it down. You brought it down to f- to five at the at the end of it. Not five. No, it was not five. At the very end. At the very end, yeah. But I, after shooting it, I think I brought it down to 15. Yeah. I assaulted it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. And then you did 12 damage in the 12 assault. 12 damage. Because that Reaper Chainsword does 6 damage each. Yep. 6 damage each. And Whoa. then I was able to bring it down to... Well, no, it was 3. It was brought down to 3. Oh, okay. I remember specifically because uh, I had to roll a 3 or higher for the fun part. Because <laughs> then it was your turn. Yeah. And you... And you didn't end up shooting much, I don't think. You actually ended up shooting all your Stormlord stuff at me. Uh, that didn't kill the knight. What killed the knight was Pask. Yeah, Pask and ki- killed the knight. And so, there's, and something, so, yeah, there's, so, so there's something great in the... Right, uh, so Pask kills the, the, the Stormlord. The knight kills the... Oh, no, you didn't kill the Stormlord. Yeah, I did. With the knight? No. Okay, so Pask shoots at the, at the knight, yeah. right? Destroying the night, destroying the, the night in the last ridiculous suicidal like revenge there, there's, thing. There's this thing, it's it, a stratagem. There's a stratagem called Reve- revenge of the machine spirit. Yeah, in which rather than having to roll to blow it up, it automatically does it. All right, I was so happy I got to use this. Right, um, so two d six, two d six range range. range. And D six mortal wound damage. Wow! And it killed the Stormlord. Right. It killed. They blew, they both blew up in a glorious <laughs> <Yeah>. blaze <laughs> of fire. Well, the Stormlord didn't blow up. Oh, it did blow up. No, it didn't. It didn't blow up. The Stormlord did not blow up. Oh, it did not blow up. No, the Stormlord did not blow up. All right, that's right. Well, I was hoping it blow up. No, yeah, we were both hoping it would blow up because that we was great. That would have been great. Right. But yeah. Yeah, but the knight put a bunch of damage on the basilisk. It took out the storm lord. It killed a couple of veterans that were inside the yeah. storm lord. Right. Um, at the end of the game, uh, what we were left with was uh, I had two very reduced down units of guardsmen that basically mm-hmm. had 
you know, the heavy weapon squads were left, uh, yeah. the LAS cannons. I had my uh, company commander. Yeah. I had Pask in his tank. Yeah. Full, he'd meet, I think he had maybe one or two wounds on him. He was, he was fine. Yeah. But he had no wounds on him, actually. Yeah, no no on wounds him. on him. A I had a... I had a, a, da- mo- a mildly damaged Wyvern and then a mildly damaged Basilisk, I believe. A mildly damaged... Yes, right. And also another unit of guardsmen with a mortar. They, yeah. they had lost like one or two guys. By the end of it, I, by the end of it, I had basically the Undergard Dune Crawler, yeah, uh, Call, and the Donness. Now, it looked like you were going to win. At the same time, yeah. At the same time, if we had continued, both of those guys can repair vehicles. Right. So the Undergard Dune Crawler could have been repaired. It was it was wounded already. It was but wounded it, already. Yeah, but, but it could. Yeah, but you weren't doing much with it. Uh, it, it was whiffing a lot. It was it was whiffing sometimes, but it can it can do when it hit. It did yeah. It did yeah. damage. It, it looked like it was heading towards a guard victory. Yeah. That was it was more likely than not that it was going to be a guard victory. The guard was going to be able to kill the courier. Yeah. But it wasn't a guarantee. It was not a guarantee. Not a guarantee. So we because of time constraints, we had to end it on turn four. Yeah. It looked like it was the guard was going to win, but it was so close. This was a really. Fun game. Yeah, it really was a fun game. Because there was a lot of things exploding. There was a lot of yelling because of the dumb robots being able to, oh, yeah. you know, basically either make their saves or reflect back shots. Oh, yeah. Those are far and away, I think, the best units in Admech, the, the robots. Oh, the, the robots Kest- are Kestel fantastic. And robots. Yeah. Uh, robots and Call yeah. were really, really superstars. Yeah, Call's aura is amazing. Yeah. Those are the two superstars of the of the, that army. Stormlord just does a lot of damage. It just... It, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. If it was if it was shooting anything other than those stupid robots, yeah, it would just kind of erase things. Yeah, right. And then uh, Pask, Pask uh, was Pask was incredible. Pask, Pask crazy. Tons right. of you know hitting on a two uh, with a paddle cannon is pretty fantastic. Um, with, with Pask, you just kind of know you're gonna hit. Yeah, you're, you're, you're gonna, gonna hit. hit yeah, right. Right, and yeah. then yeah, and he's Cadian too, so he gets to reroll, re-roll one. once. Exactly, you're gonna yeah. hit. You're gonna hit. You're gonna hit. All right. I was pretty happy with the new Astro Militarum. They had a couple. Oh, they had a couple of fun stratagems that I used. Mm. One was the uh, the pre the enroll the, the what do you call it the, the bombardment the bombardment. Pre, pre-game bombardment. Mm. You basically go and roll a six yeah, on yeah, every yeah, unit yeah. that's on the table yeah, and yeah, see yeah. if you do any mortal wounds to them. Yeah. That was a fun one. That's fun. And then I had an, another use another stratagem that allowed the Stormlord to do Overwatch on a five or six. It's like a defensive fire or something that allows your Overwatch to go off on a five or six. I think the, uh, on a Stormlord with twenty Vulcan yeah, Mega yeah. Bolter shots, helpful. ended up doing some damage to the knight. Uh, yeah, yeah. The Adeptus Mechanicus is something similar. I only ended up using one Adeptus Mechanicus specific one, but it was so. so That's good all you needed. That moment. That's all I needed. <laughs> Explode. Explode. <laughs> Self destruct. That was good. Okay, so uh, with that, I, I think we're going to bring this episode yeah. to an end. It's kind of a quick one. We apologize. We're going to get back on a more regular schedule pretty soon. Yeah. Um, but we thank you for being listeners. If you have any comments, please send them to us uh, via our email at theeyeofterrorpodcast at gmail.com. Also, we would love, love, love for you guys to uh, leave a review on iTunes. It really helps us out. If you're a fan of the show, then please go to iTunes and then just leave a five-star review if you can. And if you can't, email us. Let us know how we can improve. You can find us on uh, any way you can get podcasts. We're kind of everywhere. Apart from that, uh, we'll see you guys in a couple of weeks. I'm George. And I'm Alec. And we play 40K. We'll see you guys soon.